Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on? I feel like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my man, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we're going to start with Tom Brady. We talked about Tom yesterday. You know, we don't know his relationship status. Of course, Tom Brady was seeing a supermodel, Irina Shake, But then we saw Irina recently, Mojo, topless, topless, on vacation with her, her ex and the father of her child, Bradley Cooper. So a lot of people now wondering, hey, maybe the whole thing, there's Irina Shayk, absolutely gorgeous. Uh, but uh, people obviously saying, Mojo, now, look, maybe Tom Brady and Irina Shayk are not actually dating. And maybe Tom is still arguably the most eligible bachelor in the entire country. So if Tom Brady needs to find love, Mojo, not that I think he needs help, but could he actually turn to a television show one of the most popular television shows out there, The Bachelor. So, of course, The Bachelor, you know, going on for decades now, created a lot of relationships, but we've never had a, a really a famous contestant such as Tom Brady. So would it work? Well, Mojo, we thankfully had an opportunity to talk to a guy who he also knows a little bit about uh, football, Jesse Palmer. Of course, Jesse Palmer is now the host of The Bachelor Mojo. Way back in 2004, he was a contestant on the show. Of course, Jesse Palmer was, wasn't a star quarterback. He didn't have a Tom Brady career, but he was a backup quarterback in the NFL, spent a lot of time with the New York Giants. There he is. Of course, uh, was a very good college quarterback at the University of Florida. So we were talking to Jesse Mojo. We asked him, hey, could you see Tom Brady on your show? You think Tom Brady would be a great bachelor? Uh, he, he'd be legendary. And that's another one that would be great because you could use all of his houses. I mean, we literally could go international. He, we know he's in L.A. He's driving his, his Rolls Royce SUV around. He's got, an, he's got a compound he's building in Miami. I'm sure the guy has a place in Cannes somewhere. That just sounds like exotic dates overnights for me right away. So, again, very budget friendly. Tom Brady would be good. Um, there is the Irina Shaikh issue. But if she's willing to kind of just chill out, you know, just for a couple of months of filming, I think we're I think we're solid. <laughs> that, by the way, was <laughs> Lucas was so excited to talk to Jesse Palmer because he's such a, a fan of The Bachelor. But Mojo, yeah. Can you imagine how big that would be? I mean, obviously, that would be the biggest season <laughs> of The Bachelor of all time. If you can get the goat on it, the goat would be the goat bachelor on the show. The thing I keep coming back to with this is Jesse Palmer saying he just needs Irina to chill out for a few months and then they can resume their relationship afterwards. So reading between the lines here, Babcock, I'm assuming he's telling us that very often these guys don't find love on this show. No, I thought that we too. We just need you to film. And then he starts talking about his different houses uh. and why logistically this is a, a great thing. Forget all of that. Let's look at ratings and sponsorships <laughs> that would now be available. If you got Tom Brady on the show, I mean, he would knock ratings out of the park. It would easily be the most watched 
season of The Bachelor, you know, ever. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that that would be the case. I mean, but now bringing it all the way around, does Tom Brady accept this offer? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm thinking Tom is kind of like a more, you know, a private person and doesn't want to have 50 cameras plastered all over his home as he's having a an intimate conversation with a woman that he might want to date. I can't see him doing this mojo, but for the sake of this segment and for our entertainment purposes, I'm going to hope that there's actually a chance that this happens. Of course, if Tom Brady's single, he might still be with Irina Shake. We just don't know. Stay tuned. It would be a power move, Babcock. It would make whatever love interest he has currently in his life very jealous. Might, uh, <laughs> might give him a couple bargaining chips later on. All right, Mojo, moving on to some history that was made Wednesday night. This is an awesome story. So 92,003 people attended the Nebraska women's volleyball game at Memorial Stadium. Now, Memorial Stadium is, it's huge. I mean, it's where the Nebraska football team plays. One of the biggest stadiums in the entire country fits over 90,000 fans. Uh, you know, look at SoFi Stadium here in L.A., 70,000 fans. So this is an absolutely huge stadium, and the fans turned up. Now, the, the Huskers, uh, they represented. They actually beat Omaha 3-0. They swept them. But the scene was just absolutely incredible. Take a look at this, Mojo. Yeah, Mojo, I mean, you can only imagine the rush that those women must have been feeling. And, and like, you know, volleyball is not football. And that's why there's not that the fan interest is not there. And that's why they don't get this fan support always. But the fact that all those fans came out there to watch those terrific athletes perform and they kicked butt on the volleyball court. I mean, it was just such a cool moment. And it it actually is the uh, not just the highest attended women's sporting event ever, but it is also the highest attended sporting event at Memorial Stadium. And that includes every single football game that has ever been played there. It topped the previous record mojo back in 2014. So now these women hold uh, multiple records. And I just thought it was a really cool, just a really special moment for those women and, and very well deserved. You said it was a cool moment, Babcock. I think that is probably the understatement <laughs> of the century, albeit yeah. a very appropriate term. Because looking at these women going out there in front of over 92,000 fans, look how cool they are. Look how calm, cool, yeah. and collected they are. I mean, I would have been expecting them to lose their mind right. before this game. Being out there and soaking in that moment, I mean... This is essentially your WrestleMania entrance when right. I'm looking at this. This is the one time <laughs> of this game where you can get caught looking up into the stands and letting it soak in and feeling that rush. And they were all business, which you got to respect them for not getting caught up in all of the less important things. And I would say 92,000 people 
is a very important thing. I mean, not only was this history, um, but, you know, not even just for the players on the court. I mean, for the fans to be a part of this, to to be one of those people that showed up to support and, and break records. I mean, that's something that they also will not forget. I mean, right. this is a feeling that they may never have again you know hopefully they will because you put ninety-two thousand people in arena once hopefully you can do it again but but my goodness what a cool thing to to use your word again and for these women to go out there three nothing and just dominate the game it's gonna be hard for these ladies to have a better day in their life forever we are joined by, um, I mean, this guy is one of the absolute best heavyweight fighters in the entire world. It's been a minute since he's been in the octagon, but that is about to change. He's about to do it in front of the home country fans. Cyril gone. Cyril, brother, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you, everybody. It, how's it feel to be back, Cyril? It's, it's been a little bit, obviously. Uh, last time we saw you was John Jones' fight, uh, but now back in a big way against a guy who is a very dangerous opponent. Yeah, I'm happy to be back in my in, in, in my town, in my country, from to my crowd. I'm so happy about that. Last year was beautiful, was wonderful. So I just hopefully uh, this year is going to be good also. And uh, yes, like you say, I'm, I'm lost and I just want to win this Saturday. Yes, it's, I mean, losing is not something, obviously, that... that uh that you do very often so you're obviously one of the best fighters in the world what what's changed what did you learn going through what you went through versus john uh i fixed some some stuff in, in in my life so now i'm gonna i'm gonna take my time just for my training just for my family that's it now everybody knows who is who is bon gamin who is Cyril Gann in my country and everywhere in the world so i don't need to do some a lot of things outside the cage so this is a big thing i changed what are the challenges that uh, that Sergey uh, presents to you? Obviously, he's a seventh-ranked fighter. He's a guy who's a veteran. He's been around for a long time. What do you have to be careful of when you're in there with but him? Everybody knows he's really good on, 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 on his uh, judo game like because he's from Sambo. So he, uh, he got a lot of skills. And this is really different than wrestling. Wrestling is more with power. You push forward. And judo, you use the power of the of your opponent. So it's really different. But for that, we had, uh, we had a lot of plus because we had in the camp uh, Cyril Marais, and Cyril Marais is the guy from the the the, the judo Olympic game uh, uh, champion and uh, and and World Cup from uh, from France, and he, he helped us a lot for that. Yeah, uh, Cyril is the idea you you beat Sergey and then you get right back in the in a uh, a title fight. This is exactly what we did last years uh, after the loss of Francis. Yeah. Uh, we had Tai Chivaza in Paris and we did very well. So, uh, jumping back to the belt and I want to, to use exactly the same way, of course. So that's why I want to shine in this other year. I cannot wait. This is going to be such a great fight, Cyril. Uh, let me, let me, uh, before I let you go on this one here, uh, you, you brought up Francis and Ganu. What do you think about Francis and uh, Tyson Fury boxing each other? This is beautiful for Francis. I'm so happy for him. This is really beautiful. This is a big opportunity. You can do the guy when you have a, an opportunity like that. If I got an opportunity like that, like I, like, like I took the, the opportunity against John Jones. Yeah. People say, oh, no, Marlene. Yo, seriously. So for me, it's really, it's really nice for him, and I hope he's going to do well. Of course, I don't see him winning against Tyson Fury because Tyson Fury is, is really huge in this division in this game, but we never know because you have a lot of strength also, Francis. You have a power, 
and improve it. So you have you have some chance to to win this game. So we will see. That's great, uh, and I, I wouldn't mind watching you in that fight one day, uh, Cyril. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, it's it's great that you're back. We cannot wait to watch you uh, back in that octagon, Cyril. Thank you. Coming up next on TMZ Sports, Ravens first-round draft pick Zay Flowers shines in the rookie uh, talent show, wraps uh, Kodak Black, and the entire team absolutely lost it. We're going to show you the video next on TMZ Sports. This episode is sponsored by DraftKings. Football is back with another epic week of games. And who's got you covered on every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. But nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game this September. Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use the code TMZ to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code TMZ. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Head to dkng.co slash football. For eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources, bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Zay Flowers, Boston College, seven million. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. <laughs> Mojo, so this was the Baltimore Ravens, and uh, that was Zay Flowers who said seven million dollars. Now, uh, and we're going to hear more from Zay Flowers in a second. But um, what the veterans will make the young guys do is. 
uh, announce your signing bonus. And Zay Flowers was a first-round pick. He was the 23rd overall pick. He was one of the best wide receivers in the class. And because of it, he got paid pretty handsomely, Mojo. Now, that's just his signing bonus. Never mind what the actual contract is. That's also a bunch of uh, many, many millions of dollars. So uh, Zay Flowers says seven mil, and that is Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> falling over, Mojo, just at the sound of that big old number. You got to love that, right? <laughs> Rookie coming in, little little subtle flex. I mean, these things aren't really surprises. I mean, no. when these contracts are inked, everyone pretty much knows yeah. all the terms. <laughs> but being able to say it in front of your team and share that moment and have the veterans play it up, uh, <laughs> always hilarious to see, especially from a guy like OBJ who has made way more than $7 million. <laughs> Right. That's if Odell true. woke up and saw $7 million in his bank account, he'd have a heart attack because of uh, probably how low of a number that is compared to what he probably has. But y- you get the point. And for uh, a guy that uh, was just a college student in Zay Flowers at Boston College a few months ago, and then to, to get all that money, uh, that, that was a pretty cool moment. Now, uh, that wasn't all, Mojo. There was actually more from, uh, from Mr. Flowers. So uh, rookie talent show. You know, the rookies will, you know, you have a talent, you get up there, maybe it's a magic trick, maybe you sing a song, or if you're Zay, maybe you rap Kodak Black. You know, Mojo, it was hard for me to hear the performance, but I know it was good because of the reaction of Zay's teammates. They were into this. It was like a, it was like Kodak was performing in the room. <laughs> Look, the performance is one thing. You got to <laughs> go up there as a rookie and kill it at the rookie show. But the reception, Babcock, by the team is everything. That is the whole point of the rookie show is to entertain the veterans during the dog days of camp. It's to provide a little bit of levity here. And I'm grateful for Zay Flowers coming through because Babcock, between me and you and everyone watching at home, I have been absolutely disgusted by what I have seen by the New York Jets on the show Hard Knocks when it came to their rookie performances. I mean, look, I played for a couple of NFL teams. Those performances are by far the worst ones I have ever seen in my life. And that's a shame, too, because the rookie performance is an opportunity an opportunity for you to become one with your team, to turn some heads, to maybe showcase some hidden talents. Whereas if you're a bubble guy, maybe that's something that makes the coaches keep an extra eye on you and see what you're up to. Maybe flash a little athleticism that makes them uh, keep you in the end. Because I'm gonna tell you Babcock, when I played for the Green Bay Packers, when I was a rookie, I treated that rookie performance very seriously. Want to listen to today's show? Now you can check us out on the go with the all-new TMZ Sports Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and listen. Whereas always, tomorrow's show will be the best show since 
Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. You know what time it is, Mojo, when you hear that bah, it's time for GOAT talk. We're gonna talk about the greatest competitive eater of all time, Mojo. Joey Chestnut, Joey Chestnut, we know it. I, you know, every July 4th, Mojo, he absolutely dominates the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. I didn't even know that there was a competition that Joey Chestnut didn't dominate, but it turns out that there is. Mojo, that is the U.S. Chicken Wing Eating Championship, which is about to go down this holiday weekend uh, right there in Buffalo, where the Bills play, as a matter of fact. Mojo, did you know that although Joey has won this thing six years, he has not won for three years straight. Now, last year, he actually lost to Mickey Sudo. Now, she is a very famous competitive and accomplished competitive eater in her own right, but uh, Joey lost. She uh, put down 233 wings in 12 minutes. Joey came up nine wings short, Mojo. He did 224 in 12 minutes. So going in as a underdog, we had the opportunity to talk to Jaws. We said, hey, you know, what's the mindset and how are you going to go and win this thing, Joey? Here's Chestnut. The last three years that I came up just a couple of wings short every time. And uh, so it, it's... It's frustrating, but uh, you know I'm I'm hungry, and I I dude, it, it, my it's Buffalo. I love the city too much, dude. Anybody who knows me knows, and or anybody who knows Buffalo knows that they have great, great bar food, great bars, and if I, I when I go in there early and I uh, I and the people are so nice, it, it, it's hard to not have a good time there. So I uh, I, when this this year I need to go in there and I need to need to control myself a little bit and uh, make sure I uh. To make sure I don't have too much fun when I get into Buffalo. <laughs> I'm just wondering if we're looking at the demise of the world's greatest athlete. I don't like where his head is, Babcock. He's oh, wow. sitting here talking about having fun in Buffalo and making friends <laughs> in Buffalo when this guy has been a loser there multiple times in a row. I think our guy, Joey Chestnut, needs to get focused. I might have to give him a call and straighten him out, maybe give him a hype speech or something, but three years in a row, I mean, what is the legacy after this, Babcock? Does wow. he have to head up and retire? Wow, so you think it could be could all be over for Joey Chestnut if he is to lose for a fourth straight year. Well, there's a lot on the line then, Mojo. I mean, imagine if we said that about a basketball game LeBron was playing in. Hey, like, legacy is on the line. So, uh, yeah, lots uh, for Joey to think about and gigantic competition. I'm just thinking about chicken wings now. I want to eat. Mojo, we have got to go. I talk too much. We have a big show tomorrow, though. Uh, football season just uh, a week away, really uh, less than a week away. It's a week away from Thursday. We're going to talk to the greatest, maybe the greatest wide receiver, one of the greatest wide receivers of all time, the Hall of Famer, the GOAT, Randy Moss. We're going to talk to him about uh, the NFL season, sort of what can we expect as, uh, as we're about to um, get this thing underway. Mojo should be pretty great hearing from Randy Moss. We will see you all tomorrow where it'll be <laughs> oh.